This week, we're talking about how to generate additional revenue from your radio station website by offering sponsored content. This is Better Radio Websites, the podcast for radio professionals who want to see their website generate more traffic and revenue. Each week, your host, Jim Sherwood, and his special guests give you time-tested tips and secret tricks to ensure your radio station dominates digital in your market. Here we go. Hi, it's Jim, and welcome to Better Radio Websites, where we want to help you get more visitors and the most revenue from your radio station website. Well, this week, I wanted to talk about sponsored content, and I visit a lot of radio station websites throughout every single week, and I never see radio stations taking advantage of this. I see sponsored content on uh, big publications like entrepreneur.com and all kinds of other magazine-type websites. Sponsored content started out in print publications, and it's been around for decades, actually. Today, <laughs> we're exposed to so much sponsored content on a daily basis that most of the time we're completely unaware of it. You may notice an actor holding a Starbucks coffee cup or your favorite superhero driving a particular brand of car in a movie. Now, no, I'm not talking about in a commercial these are all types of sponsored content. The items are not being sold in a commercial format, but the brands are there interwoven within the scenes. And this is still types of advertising. And the movie or television studio is getting paid every time you see a brand inside of one of their shows or their movies. Now, if you follow celebrities and social media influencers, periodically they will mention a particular brand they are using. For example, um, Selena Gomez may be talking about her favorite purse brand to her Instagram audience. Now, sure, they may like and use the brands that these uh, personalities and influencers are mentioning, but the brands are paying big dollars for those mentions because those mentions sometimes reach millions of followers. But as it applies to websites now, sponsored content resembles your site's regular news or editorial content, but instead is paid for by an advertiser to promote their service or product. So why would your radio station want to put this kind of content on your website? Well, sponsored content works. Research shows that people remember branded content, get this, almost twice as much as a traditional banner ad or a traditional type commercial. Instead of thinking that they just saw an advertisement, your website visitors should feel like they've learned something. And this makes the client brand that's inside of this sponsored content look more credible, memorable, and best of all, trustworthy. I have a link to the 2016 research study in the show notes that showed over 4,000 Forbes magazine readers they were asked to view a webpage content featuring brands like Sony, Maserati, and Boeing. And following the post-exposure survey, the results demonstrated, check this out, brand recall, brand favorability, and purchase consideration, those points rose dramatically. Customers were more likely to seek out more information about the brands that they were exposed to. Mentioning the brand more often throughout the content caused the brands to be perceived as more educational or providing a service more than a commercial type setting. So those brands became more trusted. 18 to 34 year olds in this study responded better to long informative articles driving higher engagement consideration rates and aiding in recall. And 
Consumers perceive sponsored content as being more consumer-centric, all about them, because it provided more information and value other than just selling a product. Now, the link to the PDF, like I said, is in our show notes. It's If you want to read the complete study, it goes very into detail on the, their findings. Very good reading. So what kinds of sponsored content can your radio station take advantage of? Is it just informational articles? Well, no. Sure, there are informational articles that you can put on your radio station website. This will look like all of the other news and stuff that you are offering already. And an easy way for clients to come up with this content is really to rewrite or repurpose maybe blog posts that they would write for their own website. And you can pitch this service on your website as a way for your clients to reaching more of an audience than they would with their website. It's All of this sets them up to be thought leaders and building their trust in the community. Now, while the traditional ad may display fewer months, their article on your website with links to their website will live on your website forever, not just during the traditional run of a, like a banner ad schedule. All right, you can also offer air talent social media posts. Take a hint from the celebrities and social media influencers out there. Uh, they do not simply show a brand and say, hey, you need to go check this out. That's more commercial or spammy type content. You don't want to do that because you could lose followers on all of your social media channels. Instead, just weave the brand into an everyday conversation about something. You could be holding a cup to a local restaurant and talking about a concert coming to town or something like that. Just because they're holding the cup in the video or the Instagram post or something like that is what you're selling. But the listener or viewer doesn't have to know that the post is sponsored by your client. A local morning show guy here in town, he has a friend who uh, does ceramic coatings on cars and he'll often share a photo of a cool car in his buddy's shop. The post simply says, you know, awesome ride. Check this out. But you can clearly see the business name on a sign in the background. The photo was taken inside of the guy's ceramic coating shop. And while the morning show guy, he's probably not getting compensated for that, but this is excellent marketing on the part of the business due to the followers that this morning guy has. All right, so be, kind of change your mindset on how you present the commercial within the post that you're sharing out to your followers. Uh, also, on-air mentions. Now, this is a little bit different than we normally do things. An air talent will have to learn something new here. Effectively weaving sponsored content into a conversation, well, that's a skill that we kind of have to unlearn because we've always been taught to give the client's name, the address, the phone number, the website, all of this stuff. But simply saying, oh, and speaking of breakfast, after the show yesterday, my wife brought me those new bacon-covered donuts from Papa's Donuts. <laughs> Mind-blowing. Amazing. But back to the topic. Now, that kind of just drop-in can have a dramatic effect. It's not a live commercial. It doesn't even sound like a commercial. We didn't give the address, the location, the phone number, uh, their hours of operation, or anything like that. It was simply woven in to the conversation. And just because of that little bitty tidbit, somebody out there is going to say, bacon-covered donuts from Papa's Donuts? I have to go check that out. Where are they? Another way that your radio station can weave in sponsored content is within podcasts. One of my favorite podcasts is called The Model Health Show. You should check it out. Sean Stevenson is a, a health and wellness coach, and he's an excellent at interweaving paid content 
into his podcast. I just sit back and just wonder on how he does all of this. But some of his paid content now, the paid content, can last four or five minutes. That's not a commercial. For example, he may start talking about how the country has this overweight epidemic and how ultra-processed foods have contributed to this over the years. And then he'll transition into how numerous health studies have shown that chlorophyll has been shown to help with weight loss. Two or three minutes later, he finally finishes with the answer to weight loss being this superfood containing chlorophyll because he's already set us up with the benefits and everything. And then the natural processing methods that this particular business goes into to help get the most benefit of that chlorophyll is this client's name. And then he goes into, this is how you get it. So you see, that commercial lasted four or five minutes, but really it was more information about the overweight epidemic and the benefits of chlorophyll. Even if you don't go buy the stuff from this particular client, you still know the benefits of chlorophyll and how it can affect weight loss. It's fantastic. You don't even realize you're listening to a commercial and it's four or five minutes into it. It's amazing. So I listen to several podcasts that contain actual ads and ads are real easy to fast forward in my podcast player. I just hit the plus 30, plus 15 or whatever like that and just speed past them. However, if your team can master the art of sponsored content and then weave it into a podcast in such a way that it's not apparent that the listener is listening to a commercial, then they are hooked. And that is a huge benefit to the clients. A great way to ensure that your client's message are heard without being skipped over like I do on all of those other ones. So regardless if you're putting it into a podcast, weaving it into an on-air mention, or making a social media post, or you know generating articles for your website, it's going to take you a little bit longer to create sponsored content because it has to be right. The traditional in-your-face advertising tactics that we've learned in the radio business are not going to work as quote-unquote sponsored content. We are into ads because we've learned how to do ads right over the years. So whether you or your client is writing this uh, article, let's say for your website, ensure that they know that they're not writing a commercial for their business. We don't want a commercial for your business. We want information that will help our website visitors or our social media followers or our podcast listeners, that sort of thing. So no matter who writes the content piece, here are some tips to keep in mind. Number one, provide substantial value to your audience. Your sponsored message should demonstrate its value right out of the gate. And then the title and excerpt should really pique the visitor's interest and then deliver on the promise within the content itself. What do you want your listeners or readers to take away from this sponsored content? If your client operates a lawn tractor store, they might discuss the best times to fertilize a lawn during the year to ensure that it stays green all year long. A local hunting outfitter store may offer the best tips on the easiest ways to stay safe in the woods while hunting. Just be sure that the content they create will be valuable to your audience. If your P1 listeners won't find it helpful, then it really has no place on your website or within your social media or your podcast or whatever like that. Number two, ensure the content is natural and again, fits the audience. Using that uh, previous Selena Gomez purse example, it's doubtful that you'll hear Selena touting how much she loves her new air conditioning unit or her lawn tractor. 
Likewise, it's unlikely that fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson will promote uh, a website hosting service or something like that. Both would just be unnatural for their specific followers. Some articles that you may find useful in going out and trying to sell is you know, best summer activities provided by your local YMCA, the top 10 state tourism destinations from a local hotel chain, the top tax reductions that are often missed by your local tax preparation service. I'm sure that you could think of a whole lot more than just these three, but they are out there, and I'm sure that you have a lot of clients that would be willing to come up with this or to piggyback on the back of this type of evergreen-sponsored content. The third thing to keep in mind, uh, no matter who is writing this content, is to stay away from text within images and logos. Yes, if we're talking about website content, logos... They look like advertisements, so your featured image for the article cannot be the client logo. Right? Your content should fully focus on helpful information and to not look like a page-long commercial for the business. Uh, this can be a hard sell for some clients who are not familiar with this concept. They may have developed the same mindset that we've been taught all of our years in broadcasting to you know, the whole thing be all about the client. It's not going to be all about the client if it's considered sponsored content. Number four, take the time to create and tweak this content. If you or your client think it would be simple to just take a 60-second script and write a website article around that, please, please think again. We do not want this to sound like a commercial. Quality over quantity is the best policy when creating sponsored content. The goal, again, is to provide something valuable for the reader, not to sell them something. The goal is not to have a listener or website visitor come through the client's doors to buy something because they saw an article on your website. We want them coming through the doors because they read something about your client that made them trust them more. So they should be able to walk in and say, hey, what do you think about this? And then get that information from the client because they trust them so much. And once they build that trust, then that's when they're going to start making the sales. And lastly, never accept commercial content. I know I mentioned this hundreds of times that this content cannot sound like a commercial. Going against this rule just to satisfy the client will hurt your website in the long run. Your future visitors to your website will then start to look for commercial content and then be less likely to click around. This can dramatically affect the search engine optimization of your website. And then that will drastically affect your future sales on your website. So saying no to a commercially driven piece of article content is really the best policy for you and your business and your website. So never, ever do that. All right, wrapping up. According to a study by Nielsen and Mode Media, Consumers can spend two to five minutes reading a sponsored article that interests them. When implemented correctly, sponsored content can be a lucrative part of your digital strategy. You'll see more visitors and more revenue, and so should your clients. That's really the sweet sauce about this because it's going to help you. It's going to help your website, and it's going to help your client, and it's going to help their business long-term. So I hope you gained something from this episode. Please leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get this podcast. It helps uh, other radio stations find this great content. Of course, if you need help with your website, we're always here for you at skyrocketradio.com. 
Have an awesome week online, making your radio station website better. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Better Radio Websites. Inspired by today's episode? Be sure you are subscribed and share this episode with a friend. Visit skyrocketradio.com forward slash podcasts for more episodes as well as show notes for this episode. Need help starting or making your station website better? Visit skyrocketradio.com.